Welcome back to the Coaching Hive podcast. Over the last few weeks, you have been listening to one-on-one mentoring conversations about a variety of topics from daily routine to growing and scaling a business to lead generation. And today's podcast will also touch on lead generation. But instead of a full conversation with one specific coach, I wanted to do something special for you. I'm going to be sharing a tiny portion of last week's Coaching Hive mentoring call. We were focused on brainstorming ideas for lead generators and the concept of keeping it simple. This podcast is going to be unique and different because we are going to go into the nitty gritty practical conversation of how to build your audience as a health coach. We aren't talking about the theory, but instead of we're talking about how to make it happen. You are going to get a lot of value out of the conversation. If you have been wondering what it would be like to have someone as a sounding board or you've been feeling stuck when taking the next step forward, or if you want to build your audience, but you can't quite put your finger on that next step. Now, if I had to guess, you've probably been struggling a bit with this concept because it feels a bit ambiguous, right? How are you supposed to choose a topic that's going to resonate with your potential client in a way that has them trading their email address for your PDF and ultimately signing up for your services? Or maybe you are thinking that you have to have a big, long email sequence ready, and that thought alone keeps you frozen in your tracks. When what you really want is to be able to work with clients who are ready to make a change. You want to be able to walk alongside them on their path to wellness. You really wish that the business side of things were just a little bit easier, a little bit smoother. And I hear you. Finding the right lead generator can take trial and correction. In fact, it was March of last year that I created what I thought was an amazing lead generator. I was so excited. I created a podcast that walked alongside the PDF and really, I really thought it would be a hit. In case you're wondering, it was not a hit at all. In fact, I think maybe one or two people downloaded it. Now, I could have stopped there and let the lack of fireworks stop me, but instead I continued trying out ideas. When I really stopped to think about what health coaches like you wanted, I struck gold with the Coaching Hive Blueprint Assessment. This is a quick quiz that you can check out at www.coachinghive.com forward slash assessment. And it gives you a chance to get feedback on your business with ideas for taking the next step forward. And suddenly, I had growth that was really happening. I tell you this to remind you that just like you aren't going to make that complicated recipe to the level of perfection the first time, you wouldn't let it keep you from trying again, right? And adjusting. Don't let one lead generator that doesn't work the way you hope stop you from trying again. The beauty of being an entrepreneur is that we determine our next steps and we get to decide what we're willing to invest in in making our business a success. Now, before we get into the conversation inside the coaching hive, I want to update you on that lead generator that flopped when I first created it and that there's no other way around it. It flopped a year later, some circumstances changed and that lead generator. Now I get steady downloads. The lead generator is all about planning your continuing education credits in a thoughtful and mindful way. And what happened is that the world changed a little bit. It gained popularity when the NBHWC suddenly changed their CE process and providers had to go through a whole new application to be approved. 
which means that now coaches were more aware of what CEs were going to look like. How are they going to get them? So the moral of the story here is to adjust, but don't completely throw out what you've created. If it doesn't work the first time, you never know when it might be more relevant in the future. And if you're interested in checking out the CE planner, because you like myself have to plan CEs, you can grab your copy at www.hivechallenge.com forward slash CE planner. Now, if you are ready to hear a small snippet of our coaching hive mentoring conversation, grab your pen and paper because there's going to be brainstorming happening. And when you're ready with our theme of simplicity, clarity, and vision for 2022 in mind, let's jump in. I'm Dr. Mora, and this is the coaching hive podcast. a lot of you are really focused on what are those next steps. One of the things that you need to do in order to build your business is to generate an email list. Whether you are working, some of you are smiling at me in a funny way. (laughs) Um, We all need an email list. Whether you're working in person or online, you need an email list because this is going to be a set of people that you are going to reach out to time and again. This is something that you own. You own that email list, unlike your social media, where you can log in tomorrow and they can say, sorry, no thanks, and shut you down. Okay, so we have to make sure that we're planning for sustainability right from day one. And all of you are kind of getting started right now. So this is a great time to start thinking about what does that email list look like? How do you get it? It, Because it doesn't just magically drop out of the sky as much as we would wish. So one of the things that you need to think about that I really would love to talk about tonight is lead generation. Okay. So we all need a way to get email addresses from someone, but it's an exchange. We have to give something in return. Email addresses are not free. They're worth about $10. So you've got to have something you're prepared to exchange for their email address, because let's face it. When they give you an email address, now they're saying, okay, you can come to my inbox, right? So we have to be able to give them something in return for that that kindness that they've offered us. So the best way is to kind of think about what kind of quick win can you offer people that are giving you an email address? Okay, so what we're gonna do is brainstorm together some challenges as well as um, some solutions that we can kind of come up with. So what we're going to do is start with some challenges or problems that your potential clients are experiencing. What kinds of things do you hear? Stress eating. Sleep problems. Sleep problems. Okay. What else? Meal planning or time. Okay. Committing to an exercise program. Finding support um, during COVID. Ooh, support. Okay. So is it support or is it connection? What do you think? Yeah, I guess it would be both, a little bit of both. Okay. Finding people that are in similar situations and that can support them in their uh, goals. 
So, so like peer support. Okay, let's go with that. What else? So like how to develop sustainable habits, like, like how to create a habit and stick to it. Okay. So creating sustainable habits yeah. and then stick to it. <laughs> That's the hard part, right? Right. Okay. So like, um, family, like if you, if your client has a family, maybe like the kids are picky eaters or he's mm. not on board with what she's trying to do or. Okay. So kind of family dynamics with yeah. maybe picky kids or just navigating family dynamics. Yeah. Okay. So stress eating, sleep problems, meal planning, time, exercise program, commitment, support, or having some kind of peer support, just creating connections, creating sustainable habits and sticking to them, family, navigating family dynamics. So that's a pretty good list. So what we're doing here is thinking about clients that we might serve. So some of these may not apply to you. These are just to get you started thinking. And then what we want to do is think about how could we, in a simple PDF, because we're going to keep it simple, no fancy stuff here. How can we, in a simple PDF, give them a quick win? So if we think about stress eating, what is something quick or simple to implement? Maybe it's three steps. Maybe it's one thing that they could implement today that doesn't require a lot of money, a lot of extra time, a lot of different resources that you don't necessarily have. What could they do a little differently? Maybe look into mindful eating. Okay, so exploring mindful eating. And so you could give them a tip or two about what that constitutes. About like distraction. Okay. Or triggers. Understanding triggers or understanding and recognizing. Or just coming to awareness of when they're doing it, what the factors might be while they're doing it coming up with, you know, just, just increasing your awareness. We know that increasing awareness is sometimes that starting place, right? Just increasing awareness will help the person to start making a change. Just that alone can make a difference. Notice the next time you go past the pantry and you grab the chips, the chocolate, the whatever, Notice how you were feeling. What made you walk past the pantry and actually reach out and grab? Maybe give them three questions to ask themselves before they eat. Am I hungry? Am I bored? Am I thirsty? Yep. Absolutely. So what we're doing here is creating something easy. We know that, that stress eating is so much bigger than a little PDF is ever going to get touch on, right? We know it's way more than that. But the idea is to help them see that change is possible. So when you're creating your PDF, I want you to say, hey, is this going to make me feel like I could change? If I decided that stress eating is no longer something I want in my life, that when I choose to eat, it's going to be intentional. I want it to be nourishing foods. And if I'm having ice cream, I don't want it to be because 
I reached for it when I was stressed. I want it to be because as a family, we sat down and had a fun ice cream Sunday party. And that's why I'm eating the ice cream, not because of anything else, right? So this is what we're trying to do is create this, the awareness that they can change. If they're not happy with what's happening, that create the awareness that change is possible. This is not about complication. This is not about all the things that you know, because you all know a ton of stuff. This is truly about walking in their shoes. And if they are struggling that day and they say, oh my goodness, there's something on stress eating, maybe it can help me. What's going to help them right now? They're in that moment where they're struggling. Something's really challenging for them. What's going to help them right then? Something like just acknowledging that there is a challenge make a difference when you're creating these things. Yes. Yes. I would take it a step further, acknowledging that everyone struggles. Yeah. Taking away the aloneness of it. Right. And letting them know that they're not the only ones. This is in fact, you know, all these things you listed here today for me, these are all normal. These are all common things. If you have not experienced them, you can probably look to your left or to your right and find someone who has without a whole lot of effort. So the idea is to, yes, just kind of the awareness, recognizing they're not alone. And that can be just part of it. Did you use um, statistics in this case? Like so many percentage of people struggle with this or so many, you know, like, does that make any difference or just acknowledging that other people struggle? I wouldn't, I would use story instead. Okay. Statistics are scary and they can feel, well, if, if 92% of people struggle with this, well, what hope do I ever have? Right. right? So if we see that everyone struggles, well, then why even try? It, it's pointless. Right. Okay. So maybe so, avoiding statistics. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you know avoid I mean? like, it. let them know they're not alone. Yeah. That it's not that storytelling is going to be your friend. Okay. Tell the story that draws you in. Were you able to come up with some new ideas during that brainstorming process? Granted, this was just a small snippet of that brainstorming, but take a look at what you have on your paper or on your notes app. Do you have some ideas that are really resonating? Let me ask that a different way. Do you have ideas that are going to resonate with your potential clients? Because it's really not about you, right? This lead generator, the key is to make sure that it's what your potential client wants. You may have an idea of what they need, but you will gain their attention by sharing what they want. It's easy to make the mistake of providing what you think they need. After all, you've been through the training, you've had the practice, you've worked with clients. You probably know more about health and wellness on a whole than they might. But at the end of the day, you want to be sure that you're telling a story and offering information that resonates with your potential clients. So let's review quickly. Brainstorm the common questions that your potential clients are asking. Then choose one. And think about what easy tips you could provide to help them shift their perspective 
or gain a quick win. Then create a simple PDF or brief video, if that's better for you, that shares the information with your potential client. Now that you've had a chance to dig in a little more, I'm curious to know what has been most valuable about this conversation. I'd also like to know what questions you still have about implementing a lead generator in your business. Let me know. Talk to me, email me, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. And as I get ready to wrap up, you can find that Coaching Hive Blueprint assessment that we talked about at the beginning of this podcast at www.coachinghive.com forward slash assessment. If you want to take a deeper look at your business and get some practical tips for taking the next step. And if you found yourself intrigued by the concept of having a sounding board like our Coaching Hive members have, if you want that for your business, DM me the word support on Instagram at Coaching Hive or on Facebook at Coaching Hive Life. And I'll be happy to chat about whether the Coaching Hive might be a good fit for you or maybe what other resources might be helpful as you take those next steps in your coaching business. We have these kinds of live conversations twice a month inside the Coaching Hive and even more often inside Coaching Hive Elite so that you're never alone. You always have a sounding board and you have those peer supports to help you take action, and generate the business that you love. Now, I know we talked a little bit about next steps, but I want to make sure that this podcast is not just another podcast that you've listened to. It says played on your phone, but one that generated action in your business. So here are three easy actions that you can take today. First, brainstorm the list of questions your potential clients typically ask, or if you don't have potential clients just yet, Think about what you asked when you were in their shoes. Second, choose one of those questions and come up with a PDF that contains three to five tips or ideas that will help your potential client take action today. And finally, if you're ready to take more action like this inside your health coaching business, DM me the word support on Instagram or Facebook, and we'll set up a time to chat about what your next steps might look like. Thank you so much for listening and participating in today's podcast. I look forward to seeing you back here next week for another episode of the Coaching Hive podcast, where a focus on mentoring and community removes the overwhelm of building your successful coaching business and adds in a dose of momentum. Until next time, have a healthy, safe, and happy week.